0: Before we get going, I want to mention the platform you used to make Turn the Corner. I use Anchor, and I found it to be the easiest way to make a podcast. I've used different platforms in the past for other shows, and this is by far the best way. First off, it's free. Free is good. There's tools right in the app or on the site that help you easily record and edit. Anchor will also distribute your show so people can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many others. I highly recommend using Anchor to start your own show. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome, everyone, to Turn the Corner. This is going to be conversations with people, their activities and hobbies, and the positive impact it's had on mental health. This week, I was fortunate enough to be able to talk with Heather Benton. Heather was kind enough to spend some time sharing how backpacking has had a significant impact on her mental health and the amazing places around the world she's been able to see because of it. Her site, mountainsformentalhealth.org, chronicles her past journeys and details her upcoming trips. She's also been an incredible resource raising awareness and funds for the Jed Foundation, an amazing organization that's been working tirelessly for over 20 years to protecting emotional health and preventing suicide. Please take the time to check out both sites. And if you're able to contribute in any way, please do so. All right. Enjoy the episode. Heather, thank you for for uh, agreeing to to sit and talk with me. I, I appreciate it. I'm sure there's there's a lot going on with everything that's happening in the world at the moment. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, we have a tendency to get a bit overwhelmed. So I, I appreciate you adding one more thing to what I'm sure is a very busy schedule at the moment.
1: Of course. Yeah. Thanks for, like I said, thanks for reaching out. I'm super excited to be able to chat about something I'm passionate about. Yeah. Things are really tough right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Which which I hope will, will end up being, you know, something really beneficial to somebody, whether or not, you know, they can get out and uh, go climb Mount Kilimanjaro like, like you have, which is Mm -hmm. beyond amazing. Um, You know, maybe it's not something they can do at the moment with, you know, certain restrictions, but you know, maybe it's something they, you know, they put on their bucket list, you know, it's something they plan to do in a year or two years time or, I don't know, bring a family member, but you know, hopefully it's something that that resonates with someone, which is, which is really what we're hoping for. So you have, you have the site mountainsformentalhealth.org. Can you just kind of talk a little bit about how it originated, where, where things came from?
1: Um, Where like mountains for mental health came from originally in general.
0: Sure. Yeah, please.
1: Um, It's kind of funny actually. Do you want like the actual story of when it started? Yes, I do. Okay.
0: (laughs) Or you know what? Tell two stories. Tell one and then tell a fake one and we'll try to figure it out.
1: Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to tell the real one. Okay. So I kind of like telling stories, so just usually get vivid. But I was in my kitchen and I was just thinking about like, oh, what cool stuff do I want to do? What adventure do I want to do? And I was like, well, I think I want to go climb a big mountain in the Himalayas (laughs) because I've always – naturally (laughs) – Cause I've always wanted to go uh, to Everest base camp and maybe to Everest one day. I don't know. Um, I was like, well, I can't do that yet. So I think I'll find a peak to climb. That's a little bit smaller. Okay. Um, and then I was like, well, I don't just need to do that to do it cause that's boring. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, well, what, like, what do I want to do with it? And I think my immediate thought was how helpful the outdoors have been for my mental health ie mountains for mental health um, and I was like okay well I want to raise awareness I want to tell my story so that people can tell their story and then from there I was like well sometimes you got to put your money where your mouth is because I don't I can't do that myself right now so I worked to find the Jed Foundation um, which is a national organization that works to promote the um, or protect emotional health in prevent suicide for teens and young adults. Um, So did a lot of searching of what organizations I wanted to help out with and connect and ended up landing on that one. And it's been an incredible ride with them. They're super, super amazing. Um, What they do as well as like the people that work there and that I've gotten to talk to have made some really cool connections. Um, And I think it started with At least I found Jed through uh, an online campaign called Love is Louder. Um, So it's kind of a social media platform that creates connection. So it's a lot of Instagram stuff. Um, And I found that a long time ago and really just was nice to find that community and what they promote. Yeah. So that's a little bit about it. I just went from, I want to climb a mountain to let's do it for something else. And then it, steamrolled into something very quickly
0: <laughs> That's awesome. when
1: I decide I want to do something, I get it done. So okay. it was pretty cool. in that whole process, I remember sending out emails, making phone calls and just figuring out what does this look like? Who can do my website? Cause I don't know how to do that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I was, that was a say, little bit about that. <laughs> yeah. The, the site that you have is, is stunning there's a lot to it. So I I'll, I'll link everything in the notes too. So that way people know where to find everything, but I would, I would definitely say they they need to go check out the site and then everything that's linked to the Jed foundation too, because even the videos that they have, like you, you talked about the love is louder campaign. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's very inspiring because, you know, a lot of times when, you know, we have people that we look up to, you know, if they're in sports or music or the arts, you Mm -hmm. know, having a message from them that, we can relate to is is wonderfully powerful so you know being able to to be a part of that I'm sure is is really exciting because they're doing a lot of great work um I was I I was actually kind of familiar with them before this so it was really really cool to see that um you had partnered up with them and I think you raised some money for them when you climbed Everest correct
1: um it was called Island Peak I haven't done Everest yet oh okay (laughs) but um we did stop by Everest Base Camp but yeah, the first year we raised um, seventy five hundred dollars for them. Oh, that's great! Um, from like May to December of twenty eighteen, and I found out that fundraising is much harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I learned.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's certainly not not the easiest thing. I remember taking a grant writing class in graduate school, oh. and it was <laughs> and it was it, it was difficult. You know, like there's a lot of things you can be incredibly passionate about, and then actually getting the nuts and bolts you know, in yeah. place is, is incredibly difficult. You know, it's not something mm-hmm. as simple as just asking people for, you know, the money out of their wallet, but it seems right. like um, Jed has done some incredible work. They've, they've raised a lot and, and more so beyond the, the financing. And of course that's something that always needs to happen because it mm-hmm. takes money to get things done. But like you said, the awareness that they've raised is tremendous.
1: Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, I got to go to their gala last year, oh, uh, nice. last June in New York City. Super fancy. I like word dress and everything. And <laughs> <laughs> they let me know that I was going to go on stage like the night before. Oh, that's fun. Um, And then it was also with my um, friend Christian. He's done something similar. He raised about like $85,000 by going um, to Rainier and climbing that mountain for um, his brother. It's called Climb for Quint. Okay. And so we went on stage together. And they let me know then that I could say a few words about two <laughs> minutes before.
0: <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's even better. And,
1: and I was just like, "Okay, what needs to be said?" And then I blacked out and <laughs> said apparently some really good words. But okay, it was an amazing evening to be able to see all the people I've been talking to and just experience that that entire thing. And they really honored me and Christian that night. It was um, cool to see. I mean, they thank people that. Like help them out, and it was just an, a huge honor that they honored me. <laughs> if that well, makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. And you know what? Like that's so that's so wonderful too, because I, I'm sure a lot of the work that they're involved in can can be very sobering. You know, it's it's not mm-hmm. easy. You know, material to to promote because unfortunately you're you're talking about people in in this country taking their own lives and. Right. You know, to, to be able to kind of pull back a little bit and just have a night where you're thankful of everybody that's involved and, and really celebrate what people right. have contributed has is, is got, it's got to be nice to, you know, to kind of veer off course for a minute, Yeah. do something totally different where I'm sure it, it sits a lot, you know, easier with people.
1: But yeah, it's so, definitely humbling to be in a room full of like 800 plus people that believe the same message I believe. Yeah, And I think that was the actual, that might've been what I said up there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just like, you search for these people all the time and then you put them in one room and it's just naturally you connect like at a deeper level because you know, they care for what you care about.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's gotta be an incredible energy that just courses right. through that room too. So, and like you said, I mean, you've, you probably made connections for life, not, not just because of that, but you know, for everything that, that you're contributing so I, I kind of wanted to go back a little bit. So okay. as far as what you wrote about, and it was wonderfully eloquent, just how, you know, you pinpointed exactly what it was like for you, but, but really what it came down to was there was a lot of struggles like around 14 and then you mm-hmm. were introduced to uh, your first backpacking trip, right. In yep. in Colorado, like how, who did that come from? Like, was it family, friends? Like, was this your own idea?
1: Yeah. So when I was 14, I went to summer camp. <laughs> um, then it was called Canna Colorado, and then it changed to Camp Kivu. But unfortunately, um, it doesn't exist now. Unfortunately, okay. a lot. I think they operated for like 10 or 15 years. But So I signed up for my first backpacking trip through them. I think it was with like 10 other... Um, 10 other people, and it was like three days. That was just like, oh my gosh, this backpack feels like it's the heaviest thing on earth. <laughs> but I also thought I was the coolest person ever. Sure. And so then I signed up for another backpacking trip like after the ter- two-week term. And that was when I summited one of my first big mountains. Um, I think it was just under 14,000 feet. Okay. And I've since gone back to that like area a few times, and it's just... Something about that area just gets me hyped. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that was kind of when I was, I mean, I had hiked and stuff with my parents. Um, I'm from Tennessee originally. Oh, okay. So we hiked the Smokies all the time, but oh. it's nothing compared to the Rockies. And so, yeah, that was where I first got introduced, I think, to the grander scale of climbing.
0: So like looking back on it and, you know, just thinking what that whole experience was like, you know, like, you, I mean, you basically said like you were, you know, you were hooked from that point on, like what, Mm -hmm. what did it do for you? Like what kind of benefits did you see just from the start?
1: (laughs) From the start? I mean, there was for me a component of like spirituality. So in terms of like my beliefs of spirituality, it like connected me that way a lot, which was really helpful. And then the sense of every time I did something that was really hard, I was like, okay, I worked a lot to get here. I didn't think I was going to make it. And then I did. And there's usually like a lot of fear around that because I'm actually afraid of heights.
0: <laughs> so no, that's funny. Really? Um,
1: <laughs> and so when I would like reach a peak or finish a backpacking trip, there was just that sense of like, wow, I didn't think this was gonna, I didn't think I was gonna be able to do this, but I did, which means like I can do hard things. It just continued to show me that. And then just the idea, I think, of being outside is just like a breath of fresh air. It like melts my mind. (laughs) I just like can take that breath and throw everything else out, especially if I'm in the middle of the actual wilderness, like where there's not like not a lot of people at all Um, and looking around for miles with no one else there. There's something about that solitude that is really humbling as well as just fun (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, I think the sense of accomplishment is one of the big things as well as continuing to challenge myself is really important for me. And I think that's through mental challenge as well. I know that's what I'm tackling right now (laughs) through all this isolation is it's like a different type of mountain. And so I think it's definitely showed me that mountains are also mental (laughs) and that it's not always just a physical thing.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't think you could say it really any better than that because you know unfortunately there's there's so much that we focus on physically that you know the mental Mm -hmm. stuff unfortunately probably gets pushed to the side you know maybe not completely disregarded but Mm -hmm. to the point where you know it's just it's just not seen the same way so just actually you know and and i'm curious your your take on it too and i'll add mine like just the the isolation that we've all been experiencing over the last Mm -hmm. you know weeks or months I guess depending on how things are like what's what's that been like for you because <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah that's the question of the month it has been really really hard honestly um, I'm sorry I it's I mean it happens and I think I still go to counseling because it's the best thing ever and agreed she's reminded me yeah <laughs> yep multiple times that She's like, Heather, you have done hard things and you can do this. And what it's honestly felt like is that I've been thrown onto Mount Everest without the right gear or or feeling like I forgot the right gear. Yeah, I think it's just, it's been really, really tough in a lot of dark times. And so just reminding myself that we're not actually alone. Like you still can reach out to people like they're still there. And so it's been a giant battle in my head and taking quite a bit of a toll, but Definitely working my way through it, getting outside when I can. Um, Good. It's been hard, but I think at the end, there's this quote. What does the quote say? The best views come after the hardest climbs. Okay. And so I'm just waiting for what this view is (laughs) (laughs) and how far that view is away. Because it's definitely a hard climb, but it's cool that this is a, it feels like one of the, it's probably the first time in my life where the entire globe is actually, Feeling the exact same suffering.
0: Yeah, that's a really and good point. And
1: so, it's really strange. And like, I don't even know if, like, I don't know if, like, in the world wars, every part of like the, the ends of the world felt the same thing. But now it's like this suffering is connecting us. The cool question is, what's going to happen after it? Like, are we going to utilize that connection, or are we going to just forget about it?
0: I, I hope it's the utilization. You know, I'm, same. I'm not all that confident in it. But what I do know is, you know, just the same way that, you know, you were talking about how just to kind of work through this isolation, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure you'd, you'd want to be out climbing, um, you know, for, for us living in uh, New Jersey, right by the water, like it's us <laughs> right. getting to the beach, but the beaches right. are closed. They, you know, you're not mm-hmm. allowed to go, which is very strange. And working through that has been trying, you know, just, yeah figuring out what's going to work in, in place of it, which is, a, I mean, it's a good skill to have, you know, right. and I'm, I'm sure people you've talked to over the years, you know, anytime I would work on my own coping skills, they kept breaking it down further and further trying to, to give you something that if everything else was taken away, like you could do this, you know, like if you love riding mm-hmm. your bike and your tires are flat and the stores are closed and you don't have any way of getting it, you know, what are you going to do instead? And right. I don't know if anybody was really prepared for this kind of what do I do instead, but just, yeah. just having this, uh, not I. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. This was not what I had in mind, uh, for, yeah. for this, this time of the year, but actually one thing you were saying about, you know, just how amazing the view can be with the hardest climbs. There's, there's a great quote that you have on your site over every mountain. There's a path, although mm-hmm. it may not be seen from the Valley there is that kind of fun excitement about what's coming up next and, you know, how can we, you know, take take this experience that literally billions of people have been in the collective yeah. consciousness about, and, you know, what do we do to progress things? So, right, you know, just, I don't know, everything that you're involved in and, and what you have in store is, is really inspiring to see, you know, how much can be accomplished. And then, you know, to do it for, for such a noble cause, you know, and something that speaks so, Personally, to you, I'm sure as well.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been like a cool medicine for me as well. It's like doing this has opened up so many opportunities as well as cool relationships, just like via Instagram or my (laughs) website. It's just like those cool connections that would have never happened otherwise. Yeah. And just me wanting to do something fun and do it for like a bigger reason has led to that. And that's a huge honor.
0: That's awesome. Well, I mean, it, you know, it just how the same way I got in touch with you, you know, if right. <laughs> you hadn't put everything together and, you know, done, done what you had and, and everything else you're planning to do, then we wouldn't have a chance to talk. And I'm, I'm really thankful for that. So same, same, but the, I, I wanted to ask, so you, so you've climbed Kilimanjaro, you've been to the Himalayas. Um, and mm-hmm. what, what I read about, it's funny. I, I have close friends of mine that they hike and, and backpack and, you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of, peaks use that maybe loosely, um, on the East coast that they want to summit and, you know, try to get Mm -hmm. a whole region down. I've never really heard, you know, much about the, the seven summits, even from conversations Mm -hmm. that I've had with them. But so that's, that's on your
1: list. Um, for the most part, I don't know if I have a true desire to do Everest simply because it's become so commercialized. Okay. Therefore it's dangerous because people are just like in a line to sit on the summit Oh. And so you're just sitting for hours in like minus 80 degree weather. And so nope. it's like pretty dangerous to yeah. do that just because there's people that don't know what they're doing up there. So I don't know if I actually want to take that risk, nor do I really want to pay 70,000, $70, dollars <laughs> What? Um, yeah, it can get up there if you're doing a Western company. Wow. Um, and but I I could I would definitely like to do the other six. I think the one in Antarctica could be a little difficult, but it's definitely on my list. <laughs> okay.
0: That's yeah, that that's probably definitely one of the most underrated sentences I've heard in a while. That, <laughs> but yeah, I listen, I I just I can't admire enough about the the tenacity to go and do this. Like even when you were saying before like you you thought about climbing a mountain when you're, you know, in your kitchen like usually think about where I need to put the Tupperware away, you know, not something as, (laughs) uh, as life astounding as, as climbing a mountain, but all right. So setting, setting Everest aside, even if Uh it's, you know, six summits on six of the seven continents, like that's, that's wild.
1: Right. I don't know if it'll get done, but I definitely want to. Okay. I think, and Elbrus was on the list for this summer. We unfortunately are having to cancel it because of Coronavirus. Mm. So super, super bummed. Just like announced that via Instagram a couple days ago. So hopefully we're going to change that to next year. Okay. That's the goal. Cause I, I had like a sponsor set up and everything. So it's a huge, huge bummer. Oh, geez. Um, and then after that, I think we're, I'm going to try to go to South America for Aconcagua. So those are the next couple on the list.
0: That's very cool. So the, the people that you, you're going to go on the trips with, are they... Are they also like on board and, and involved in what you're doing with its connection to mental health? Like, is it just people that mm-hmm. you've climbed with before? Like how, how does that, that group come together?
1: <laughs> well, for the Himalayas, it's really funny because I met the guy on a mountain. Oh really? On top, yeah. On top Wait, of a 14er.
0: So the guy that's in the video that he like, yep. you see him in like the 10 months. No, really? <laughs>
1: yep. That's the best um, though. The weirdest. So yeah, because I had just done like a snow climb, uh, a mountaineering route up one of our 14ers here and met him at the top and then met him on the way down. I don't remember how the rest happened, but I know he jumped a lot of hoops to go with me. Now we're really good friends. He just joined the Air Force. So it's been really cool to see how he's grown. And then for Elbrus, it's a guy that went to my undergrad. I didn't, or undergraduate college I didn't know him then but I recently connected to him through some other friends so we don't know each other super well but we've done a few climbs here in Colorado and so like Zach who is the guy um in the Himalayas definitely was on board with the message I mean it was never like as huge as it was for me but he helped me fundraise through his family and stuff and Daniel is the guy I'm going with uh for Elbrus I mean he definitely supports it in everything but it hasn't been like he's going because of the message I'm doing it's just like one of his big goals and we kind of it lined up for us to do it at the same time and that's great super experienced so I feel much safer with him
0: oh good okay yeah well yeah that's better and just like you were saying you know the commercialization of Everest you know it's probably better to go somebody that is probably more concerned about safety than than profit so right but that's so cool that you and Zach met in Colorado. And then we say six months later, you guys were in the Himalayas.
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I met him. in. That's so
0: great. (laughs) You know, it's, it's funny when I think back to some of the friends that I have now, there's a good mix of people that I've known for an incredibly long time. And then there's plenty of friends that I've met from just some of the most random experiences, you know, just sometimes the connection that you have is, is inevitable. So that's, that's really cool that, you know, you guys have that. That's, that's awesome.
1: It was definitely, it would have been me alone. Otherwise, because it was just us on like our guided trip. So otherwise it would have been me and my guide and that would have been way harder. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Way harder.
0: (laughs) All right. So you'll have to enlighten me. Is that more the, like what needs to be done physically? Is it more like the connectedness to it?
1: I think that would have been the isolation part because like your guide never typically would like eat dinner with you or anything. It was very like separated. It's kind of like the culture over there and the guiding culture. So I would have been like eating alone, like every single meal, sleeping in my own room alone. I think it would have just gotten to my head because the isolation already got to my head. Sure. Just because I like had kind of just met Zach. So like we hadn't fully like hit that deeper level of friendship. But with the Wi-Fi connection in the Everest region, I got to FaceTime my mom and <laughs> <Really>? my friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So I bought Everest link data and I was able to, I mean, yeah, like do the whole trip and update on Instagram as well as Facebook video chat, some friends that I really needed to talk to. <laughs> That's wild.
0: So yeah. can you, can you visually see a cell tower in the Himalayas for this to happen?
1: I don't think I saw a cell tower. All right. That's good. Yeah. I don't think so.
0: <laughs> that would, that would probably be very frustrating if you had to go that far away. Yeah. You know, the to mountains then...
1: are huge. So I don't really see anything
0: good. okay, <laughs> except good.
1: for mountains. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I have it in my mind where it's like literally sitting at the top of the highest oh, gosh, peak no. and it's yeah. just, you know, they try to make it look like a pine tree or something, but <laughs> it just, it doesn't work. So. Right. Okay, so the whole story of of where you came from and and how it's progressed like it, it's got to be pretty amazing to look back and see where things had been and and where you are now
1: yeah i I don't even know how to think about it. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like this tiny little Tennessee girl who's supposed to be a southern belle, hardly that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even have an accent like that's not cool. Yeah, and I never would have guessed you were Colorado, from
0: from the south. Right? Nope. If I go sense. home
1: and hang out with my mom for a little bit, it comes back. But okay. <laughs> but yeah, and then I just found out I was a Colorado girl. But then to see how it came through to now is just—I don't—I don't even know. It's—it's it's really hard to envision the fact that I remember freezing on, like freezing, like not um, cold freezing, but my body uh, paralyzed, feeling paralyzed on the side of a mountain one time in the snow because I was too afraid to move. And so that was like my third backpacking trip at that camp. And I sat there paralyzed or pseudo paralyzed for like 15 minutes with mm-hmm. a lot of tears. And so there's definitely been times where I've like frozen up. And so it's crazy to think that I then went from that to a 20,000 plus foot mountain in the Himalayas where there's a very small area <laughs> that you could be there. But I was also. Ooh. Like it, you're basically under the influence when you're that high up. Like I was not coherent, okay, um, at all. Unfortunately, I don't like fully remember the summit because oh, no. of oxygen deprivation.
0: Okay, yeah, um, understandable. Yeah, I could probably do some bad things to the yeah. brain.
1: Yeah, definitely could. Um, it definitely did. I've never moved so slowly in my life. <laughs> yeah, so it's really hard to see how I've come here and then like working with Jed still. They, um, I've helped them develop or helped them like assisted kind of like on their, it's called, they call them, blah. <laughs> They called it their climbing council. And so they just created this annual peer to peer fundraising called everyone's summits. So the idea behind it is climbing mountains to raise money kind of after Christianized and I's model. And instead of doing like a 5k to raise money. Nice. And so they just started that this year, I think coronavirus coronavirus has really thrown that for a loop yeah um just a little bit Tiny,
0: but, just tiniest bit
1: yeah but it's been incredible to like do that with them and like continue to work with jed and it's not just like a one-time thing like i want to be connected with them for my life because that's how much that connection has meant to me and like meeting those people
0: that's wonderful yeah i was gonna say for everything that, that i've looked at and I would encourage anyone to go and and watch the videos on your site and then the ones on Jed's as well. Yeah, it doesn't start, it doesn't as an organization just kind of like pop in and buy mm-hmm. something you want to be a part of. It, it I don't know there was something very captivating about it for everything that that I went through. Yeah, looking at what they do and and how they you know they're helping a huge portion of the population you know try to, yeah. to be safer.
1: So, Absolutely.
0: So, and then talking to that as well. So you were saying before that you just recently finished in counseling.
1: I graduated in August. So that's amazing. Congrats. <laughs> Different mountain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which is more sleep to climbing <laughs> yeah. or graduate school work with. You
1: know? I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. The I, jury is still out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Either way they're, they're, times so are you in the the work field right now in terms of counseling like what's what's going on
1: yeah so i did an internship at this really cool place that utilizes wilderness therapy oh nice everyone should look that up it's not traditional wilderness therapy traditional is like you're sending a kid out for 90 days where they don't come back to civilization oh. and they work with therapists out there, field staff. It's really cool. But this program now works to help transition kids back and keep them in their community. And so I internshipped with them and then uh, they offered me a job after that, which was hey, awesome. Nice. And so I have been working with them since August. I recently resigned for different reasons. Okay. Um, so definitely sad to, Part with that because I, I definitely loved working there. But yeah, just kind of needed to take some time for myself right now, I think has been a really big deal. But that's, so good, that that's that. good. Yeah. So I'm definitely like applying for more jobs here. I'm working towards my hours to get my full licensure. And yeah, working to find the next the next step in my career with that.
0: Very cool. Well, listen, I best and in, there's definitely something out there that, that's gonna fit really well for you. you just, yeah, I'm yeah. excited
1: when it comes. Good.
0: <laughs> Nice. That's really cool. Good. I guess just kind of winding down a bit, with mm-hmm. with everything that's going on, even regardless to to the virus and all the restrictions that we have in place, like what like what would be your message to people out there to to help when things are, are troubling?
1: Wow. Yeah, no, I'm putting it on biggest the spot. Question of my <laughs> life. What's I don't the one thing I would say to people. I don't,
0: listen, it doesn't it doesn't have to be only one. I don't want you to black out oh like you did on the stage. Like I don't I don't want that. I've that, already
1: blacked out Zach. But,
0: <laughs> oh no. All right.
1: What so what would I say to people that are going through tough times? Is that yeah. the question? Yeah. I think I would say speak up because silence and solitude doesn't help anything. And I think that makes the pain grow so much more. And so as soon as you're able to speak up and reach out to the people that you know care about you, the burden is like that much lighter. And so like you have to be able to trust others, which is so hard <laughs> to help carry that burden with for you and with you, because it's you can't do it alone. So I think that would be the first thing is speak up and ask for help. Um, And know that it's okay to ask for help because I know the world is typically, hey, everybody needs to do their own thing, especially here in the United States with individualist society. And I think especially for people that identify as male, I know that there's like a stereotype of it's weak if you ask for help. And so I know that's for like a different bunch of different populations that can be the stereotype. And so I think speaking up and asking for help would be the first thing. Second thing I think would be to give yourself grace. And so to take a breath and know that it's okay to like feel this way. It's okay to, to think the dark thoughts that you're thinking because life is hard and that happens sometimes. And it doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It doesn't mean that You have to see yourself as this terrible person. And I know I've been there. It's like, why are you thinking this way, Heather? Like, get it together. You have people that love you. You have family that love you. I was the kid that was like straight A student, really good at sports, but life was still really hard. And I had, I compare myself to people a lot, call it trauma comparing, (laughs) trauma (laughs) and suffering comparing in the counseling world. And I still do that. And I still have to give myself grace knowing that, hey, this is hard for you right now. And it's just, that's just it. It's just hard for you. And that's okay. It doesn't matter if it's as hard as the next person's or hard as hard as somebody that's completely different than you, but it's your story and that's okay. So I think those would be, I think the other thing would just be to find your community, like community in the mental health world. And I think that's where social media can be really cool if used in a healthy manner. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Is finding those, I call them mental health warriors, people that believe the same things and people that are going to accept you that way, because then it's going to help you accept you.
0: Well said. I, I think that that nails it on, on a lot of different fronts. You know, being able to forgive yourself that, you know, what's mm-hmm. going on is is not necessarily your fault. And this is what it is, you know, and it's right. to be accepted. The thing that people have mentioned said in, in terms of speaking up, you know, if you broke your leg, like you're not going to go through it and try and figure it out alone, you know, and obviously it's a lot easier than somebody struggling with mental health issues, but you know, the you you have a support system, use it. Hopefully from this conversation, people go out and they, they try something. Right. That would be, you know, somebody so inspired, you know, that they would go and kind of follow in in your footsteps for what you've accomplished and what's going to come later. So that's my hope.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, I've, Like, try to see that it's different for everyone, too. Is like, if this makes somebody go climb Kilimanjaro or Island Peak or Elbrus eventually, that's awesome because I know I love that stuff. But I've also learned that for someone, it, like, can be completely different. Like, it might be going to culinary school. Like, it could just be the absolute opposite. That's probably not the opposite. But (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm just like, each person challenging themselves looks different. And I think I've learned that through all of this is that you don't have to go climb a mountain to find your own mountain. It just might not be a physical thing with snow on it or rocks on it. Yeah, It's something that's challenging for you and yourself and that's going to bring you that sense of accomplishment as well as make you feel courageous and brave.
0: I like it. Yeah, I think cave diving might be the opposite. Maybe that's the next person I need to talk to. that's probably
1: true. Yeah, free diving.
0: (laughs) Oh, geez. That seems just astronomically nope. terrifying so
1: a hard pass <laughs> yeah
0: same yeah actually I, I will tell you really quickly when my wife and I were on our honeymoon we went snorkeling in the ocean and
1: uh-huh. I'm
0: okay swimming but I was able to see directly to the bottom which was a very very long way down because the water was so yeah. clear and I had a panic attack in the ocean and she wow. had to bring me back to That's the boat so scary. yeah it really was but she was very calm and she's just fantastic in that way so I know when she listens, she'll get a kick out of this. Remembering how yeah. she she saved my life in the open waters of the Caribbean. So
1: yeah, that's like a movie open yeah.
0: water. Yeah. Oh, oh no, nope, <laughs> nope. nope, I'm nope, good. Nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> but yeah, and you know if it if it does end up being like a spark for someone to go and and try something that they've never done before, like right, whatever it ends up being, if it's something that is beneficial to your mental health progress and and keeping things moving in in a good direction, understanding that, you know, there are things out there that, you know, people are going to get involved in and they're going to hopefully be able to to pass that along to somebody else. And absolutely. Hopefully that momentum just keeps going. Heather, I I really can't thank you enough for for taking the time. Thank you so much. This was very cool.
1: Yeah, this has been a blast. Really cool to just take a breath.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? Well listen, I will I'll let you know when everything is, uh, up and ready. And, you know, I usually put them out a little later in the week, but okay. I might do this one earlier just because I don't know. I'm super excited about it. So
1: <laughs> yeah. Will you send me the links and everything. Yes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'll, I'll tag you in everything too. So that way you have awesome. it.
1: Yeah. I'll probably share it too. If that's okay with you.
0: Oh no, please. Yeah. I'd, I'd really appreciate awesome. that. Are you, I didn't see it on the site. Are you on Twitter at all or
1: No. I'm not on Twitter. No, I've okay. never been a tweet. Okay. <laughs> just Instagram is my main main thing.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: I found you on there, and then yeah, I'll just I'll add it. I'm recently out of the Facebook realm just because I don't know if yeah it's the, I'm
1: not. Mm-mm.
0: I don't know if it, I don't know if it's the same way for you, but after a while, I was finding myself comparing a lot to others, mm-hmm. and I just saw it kind of going down a bad road, and I was like, you know what? really need this so i'm gonna stop using it
1: yeah i just use it for connections that i need that like people don't live here or something
0: yeah right Um, i don't really need my online high school reunion i'm good so (laughs) which is fine but perfect well listen thank you again this was this was really cool i think it was just it was really fun
1: yeah Thanks. Thank you. And thanks for reaching out and let me know if you ever want to connect again. I'm sure we'll stay in touch. So I'm excited to hear the other stuff you got on your podcast. Oh, thank
0: you. Yeah. And listen, if there's anybody that you ever come across that, you know, would be willing to talk, you know, and it doesn't have to be something different. I know I'm going to go through a lot of the same things. Like there's a couple of writers, you know, that I have lined up to talk to, which if I do three writing episodes in a row, I don't really care that much. I just want. Okay you know, some different perspectives. So even if it's somebody that climbs or backpacks or, you know, whatever their involvement is, like, I do want to talk to a chef too, actually. That sounds pretty cool. (laughs) Cool, cool. I think that would be That would be
1: cool. Yeah.
0: But yeah, if there's somebody that you run across, you know, send them my way. I'd appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Thanks, Zach.
0: All right. Thanks, Heather. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Yeah. bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Hopefully you'll go out and try backpacking for yourself or pass it along to a loved one. And special thanks again to Heather for taking the time to share about her own experience with it. Follow the show, send some feedback, um, also to suggest some more activities and hopefully some people to connect with. You can email show at gmail.com. I will read every message and respond. And follow along on Twitter at Turn Corner Show and Instagram at turnthecornershow. Show. Thanks again for listening. And remember, we're all capable of progress, just might need some help along the way. Hopefully this helps you turn the corner.